So now Mishnah Aleph inside. Sukkah she gavoa lamala ma'esram ama psula. If you have a sukkah and it is more than 20 amos tall, then it's pasal. So now, first of all, when we say the sukkah, we're referring to the schach, and therefore what we mean is the inside of the sukkah. In other, in other words, we don't mind if, if, you're, if you're sitting on the fourth floor of your building and you have merpeset and the sukkah is up, up there in the heavens, it doesn't make a darn difference. The point is, if you're sitting, when you're standing on ground level in your sukkah, it shouldn't be more than 20 amos above your head, and that means where the bottom of the schach is. So like the halal, the airspace of the sukkah shouldn't be more than, shouldn't be, shouldn't, there's a girsa issue, but let's say, we don't like this girsa, even as long as it's 20, no more than 20, it's kosher. More than 20 would be possible. So 20 on the line would be actually kosher. Okay? Um, the reason why, the Bartanura brings the reason why, is because your sukkah is supposed to be a temporary dwelling place. Um, and if you're big in construction that's going to support something that's 20 almost tall, it's per force going to be have to be permanent construction because it won't, won't last. How big, by the way, is 20 almost? So, we said a few times, I think, but anyways, let's just sum up here for a second. An, an ama is the distance from your elbow to your middle finger, okay? And as of an average man's ama, which is, the Gemara says, the same, it's going to come out as six tfachim. We'll see tfachim and amas come over the place, let me define them both. Um, a tefach, says the Gemara, is is four thumb widths. I only have two thumbs to show you two thumb widths, but two plus two is four, um, which the Gemara says is the same as, as um, five index fingers, which I only have two to show you, or six pinkies. Now, in practice, you always measure it showing like that shape, you know, the thumb plus the four fingers. Obviously, much more useful way to measure things than borrowing someone else's thumbs. But anyways, that's a tefah, um, which in practice comes out to being, depending on Hushita, you ask, a little more than three or a little less than four inches. Nine, roughly nine centimeters. That one, this way or this way? No, that one. This, this way. Like I'm showing you. With, thumb width. Okay. What was the last thing that you were showing my like I'm just saying in practice, people always talk about the tefach being like that. I'm not sure if that's a little more or a little less or exactly right. But I'm saying in practice, you only have one hand. So, yeah. Oh, yeah? I don't know about that. But anyway, so maybe tefach would be like that. I mean, today they have to use tape measures, but in, in, right, that's when you show a tefach, you look like that. So a tefach is, let's call it nine centimeters, give or take, okay? Or ten to be round, but the point is that, it, that six of them make for an ama. That's a, from middle top of your middle finger down to your elbow. You can measure yourself if you want to, how, how close it comes um, to being exactly six. But Lamaisa, that comes out to being, roughly speaking, 50 centimeters, the reason why I'm saying roughly 50 centimeters is because that's, in your mind, a good way to think about it is a half a meter. It'll, the numbers will come more intuitive to you. But in truth, there's machlokas, big machlokas, um, Lamaisa, Rav Chaim Na'e, who's well-known and accepted for the Durabanans, is the most make of the shitas. He comes out that, that a, a, um, a am is 48 centimeters. The Chazanish is the most strict. He holds it to be 58 centimeters. So that's longer. Okay, closer to 60 um, Ramosh is in the middle at 54 and a half. Okay, basically, Lamaisa, when it comes to Doraisa, they, of course, recommend being strict. Therefore, you go after the Chazani Shirim, it's a good way to go for a Doraisa issue. So, when we're talking about a Sukkah, which is a Doraisa issue, we'll want to have Chazanish measurements. We want to be compliant from Chazanish, the Machmir of Chazanish. Um, or, I guess, could, in this case, it could be Kula, you want to be Machmir for it. Uh, no, in terms of the height, exactly right. Twenty almost. Might want not want your sukkah to be more than twenty. Rechaim no, almost. Or it might be too high. 
in practice, you're talking something like more or less the size of our base of Midrash, roughly speaking, from the ground to the ceiling, is something like that. Okay, if you're taller than that, like three stories. Okay, so it's a little, a little bigger than the inside of the halal, but probably a little less than the full height of the building. That kind of three stories is too high. Um, for your interest, it seems that, uh, archaeologically speaking, it seems that the evidence is in favor of the smaller shirim, like Rukhaimna. If you actually like, may find things that are supposedly an ama, they seem to be much smaller. Than, uh, than the Chazanish here, but still we're mocked for Chazanish. So that's that. Okay, so the, that's the Bartanur, by the way. The, the Gemara brings two other, two other Amarayim about what the reason is for what has to be less than 20 Amos high. Um, Rabba, that, that, that sheet is Rava, the third sheet, but Rabba, his Rebbe, um, said the issue is that um, the Pazik said, Laman Yedu, so you should know that Hoshavdi Pesukos, I put you in Sukos, so he says if it's more than 20 hours high, you won't notice the Schach. <coughs> now you won't remember the Schach. Okay? Um, and Rabzera holds, he learns from it, there's another Pazik, I think, in Yeshai, I think, um, where it says, Besukatil, it's Sel Yomam Machorev, it should be a Sukkah for you to protect you from like the heat of the day. Which explains out why did it say sukkah, unless it's there to teach you that this sukkah should protect you from the heat of the day, meaning you should be in its shade. And if it's a very tall and thin, meaning a very narrow sukkah that's also got 20 almost high, the problem is you'll never be in the shade of the sukkah, of the schach, you'll be in the shade of the walls. So it doesn't like that. Anyways, the Bartender brings the first ashitas. I should have actually said, by the way, in Abdama, what we're trying to keep in mind, Samachlokas Tanaim, what exactly means that Hashem put us in a sukkah. So, one shot is that it was, it's in the Ananiya Kavod, the clouds of glory which surrounded us, you know, the six sides, front, back, side, side, top and bottom to protect us. Another shot is that they literally, literally stayed in sukkahs. It's good to have kavana for both when you make your leisha of a sukkah every time. It's really the first time in, in sukkahs. Think of both those things. Where are the two of them? Who are they? Who are they? It's Rabbi Kiv and Rabbi Is that they're actual sukkahs, that the Jews just spent their time in huts in the desert. Okay, but... Okay, so we actually have in mind both. But the Iker, the Iker actually is the Anani HaKavod, by the way. The Iker is the, the clouds of glory that Hashem protected us with from the heat and elements and the hard animals beneath us and smoothed out the way for us, protected us. Okay, fine. Rabbi Yudah Machsher, Rabbi Yudah says, even if it's more than 20 Amos, it's just fine. He actually wants, Rabbi Yudah wants a Diras Keva. He wants a permanent dwelling place. We, we focus, the Tanakama focus the fact that it's seven days, Dwelling for seven days, which means temporary. But the guiding principle in living in a sukkah is teishu chen kain teduru. You want to dwell in it the way you live in your house normally. That's the guiding principle across the board in how you live. So, like some the we pass in like Tanakama, it should be seven days and live in a temporary dwelling like you'd live in your permanent dwelling for seven days. Um, but it's temporary. And Rabbi Huda says, no, you don't. People don't sleep and, and live in temporary dwellings. It should be a permanent dwelling place just with schach. Okay, but the Allah Tanakama, so now we puzzle. Too big, it's permanent construction necessarily and therefore it's puzzle. I should speak out, if your sukkah is made with permanent construction, that's still kosher. In other words, if you have stone walls for your sukkah, or pergola, anything, anything. A permanent, permanently built sukkah is kosher. The reason why we say it's, it's not kosher if it's more than 20 is because you cannot... People don't invest in things that are 20 almost high, like enormous, you know, three-story buildings, without making them be permanently constructed. And since we want it to be like a, te- like a temporary dwelling, so too, too big and almost means like necessarily too, too uh, robust, but, but you could, if you so choose, make your walls permanent, and really anything's kosher for a wall, even if it's, you know, stainless steel walls, it's fine. 
the issue is, if a, if a sukkah is more than 20 amas tall, there's no way you can build enormous edifice like that without making it be struck, constructed with its permanence. Like, you know, like, you need to have a proper building, because otherwise it wouldn't blow it over in one second. So we don't want, Chazal didn't want it, that it should be necessary, <coughs> an edifice that necessarily has to be permanently constructed. But if that same, whatever you <coughs> to do to construct something permanent for 20 amos, if they did the same thing for 19... Still kosher. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Under, under 20, exactly. You could make it. That's right. That's right. Exactly. But over 20... Since you, you know, like you, you can't build a skyscraper without making, you know, steel and reinforced... Co- you can't do it. There's no such thing. That's, so we don't want that kind of that kind of situation. Okay, and that's the... That's the Ravashita, which is about the Barthenor rings. Okay, fine. Now, yeah. If it's not... Ten tefachim tall. So tefach is the hand breadth, right? So ten tefachim, we're talking like 90 centimeters plus minus. So that's too short. We're talking hip height, hip height, okay? I'm 100, let's say 190 centimeters tall. So you're talking, you're, talk, you're talking about, yeah, it's roughly here. Okay, it's like not very, lower than this. I once slept in a sukkah that was exactly ten tefachim high, by the way, to make peace in my yeshiva. But anyways... Another story for another time. They were fighting. There was not a room for all eight guys in the dira, so I slept at a separate sukkah, which was like, I had to just like ease in like that on a bed. There's a bed inside a sukkah, and I had to like go in like that to sleep in it. Ten tzvachim. If it's less than ten tzvachim, it's no good. Let's call it, let's call it 90, 90 something centimeters. Um, it's a, Rav Chaim Nai is, is 80, and the Chazanish is 96. Okay. So you want to be, you want it less than 96 tzvachim. 96 centimeters, I should say. Um, this is a din in the schach. It happens to also be a din in the wall, but don't get confused between A and B. In other words, if your schach is dangling lower than 96 centimeters from the ground, I'm telling you, which is, right, that's half my height, it's only this high, that's considered a dira srucha, like a sticky dwelling place, like a horrible place to live. And no one would live in a place that's got a roof that low. It's just too, it's horrible, like a hovel. So therefore, it can't be kosher. Don't get confused. There is, a machitza has to be 10 Tefachim tall also. We've seen that many times. And your walls need to be kosher machitas. Therefore, your walls need to be ten tefachim high too. But don't get confused. Um, you could have walls that don't have schach over them. I don't start drawing pictures of how it could be, but the point is, you could, you're, you're, if, for example, one simple example, you could have, let's say you have a box that's ten, they got ten tefachim high walls all the way around it, right? one meter high walls, that's more than ten tefachim. You can't, you, don't want to, you may not want to have your schach that low because it would be horrible, but if you put it like on posts, you can have like, a, you know, the schach two meters high and the walls one meter high with the airspace, you know, with like a vent. It wouldn't be very, very private, but the point is that would be a kosher, kosher sukkah. Okay? Fine. Um, yeah? V'she'ein la shalosh tefanos. If it doesn't have three walls, it'll also be puzzle. So the pashas is that the, the walls of the sukkah um, need to be lahalacha, bottom line. Um, seven tefachim on a side. So you're talking, let's say, 28 inches on a side. Which is very small. Very small. So 20, like that, I guess. Okay? Less, less, less than a yard on a side. So it's very small. Um, that's lahalacha. So if you have two walls... Okay, that's... So you need three walls in total. Now, the next continu- the next rule is shechamasa meruba metzilsa. It has to have... If it has, this is all psulim, so if it has more chama is sun, if its sun is more than its shade, it's puzzle. That means that if it's 50-50, it's kosher. 
if it's 50-50, but you measure from the ground, not from the roof. Because remember that the sun will come in, and like, you know, you ever notice? Like that, uh, if you have, if you have like a, it gets narrow, it gets narrow. No, I'm talking about like a, I guess you'll, if you, you look, if it's exactly 50-50, you look on the ground, it won't be kosher anymore, because there'll be some sunlight coming in from an angle. You know, because it gets, you know, Sun overhead, direct overhead. Uh, overhead. Yeah, yeah. So would that wouldn't be measured at the top of the sails? Not exactly, because the sun has some angler width, right? So it's going to come in. So it's exactly 50 50 wouldn't be kosher anymore. You, you understand? Because it's. Yeah. All those things are possible. Sukkah yeshana, if it's an old sukkah, that means that the sukkah. Well, it's two shots what it means, but whatever it means in old sukkah, I'll define in a second. Beshama is posel and Beisil is machshir. Beisil posel and Beisil machshirin. If it's an old sukkah. So Beshama require that your sukkah has to be built l'shem the mitzvah of sukkah. If you have a pergola in your backyard, which happens to have kosher schach, that's not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. Beshama require that it should be built for the mitzvah of sukkah. Basil don't require that. They only require that the schach, which is ikr, was was put there for creating shade. Shade. Not, so if you have a pergola outside which you just use for shade, but not for shelter also, you put it up there, that would be, as long as the schach was put up for the sake of shade, that would be kosher, even not dafka for the mitzvah of sukkah. So let's say for the beginning of the summertime, you put up, you wanted to have a nice outdoor Tahiti style, you know, gazebo in your backyard, so you put up schach to make shade, that would be kosher, according to Basil. Okay, because it's only there for shade, not for protection of the elements. Okay? Eidu sukkah yeshana. What is a sukkah yeshana? Kol sha'asa kodem l'chag shloshim yom. Any sukkah that you made more than 30 days prior to the yom tif, prior to sukkahs, Beis Shammai will say it's not a kosher sukkah because we'll assume, this is it, we're assuming that a stum thing that you build more than 30 days before the holiday is not for the holiday. And therefore, you built it not for the sake of the mitzvah. Within 30 days, you built something that looks like a sukkah. So we'll assume it was made for sukkahs. This is just an assumption if you had what's called stam das. You can think either way. You just built the sukkah, not thinking yes or no for the mitzvah. However, as the mission will say, aval im asa l'shem chag, if you dafka made it, you just got, you got very excited about sukkahs. This year, you decided your sukkah was no good. So, you know, comes moti sukkahs. You know, in a weeks from now, a couple weeks from now, you decide, this time I'm building a super great sukkah, and you build your sukkah for sukkahs, you know, 11 months early, but it's waiting for sukkahs, then, even if you did it from the beginning of the year, it's still kosher. Even Beishamai hold, if it's 11 months old, it's still kosher. So again, let me speak out the difference, so it's not confusing. He doesn't care how long in advance you make your sukkah. He just wants you to make a sukkah for the sake of making a sukkah, not for an outdoor, you know, gazebo. So he, not for the mitzvah. So he says, if you made it within thirty days without any particular intention, you just put up the sukkah. You put up a sukkah without saying this is named Mukhanam Zum and the Kaim. So then we'll assume that's what else are you putting up a sukkah for, you know, and on unless it's for a sukkah, for the mitzvah sukkah. However, if you Dafka put something up for the sake of the mitzvah sukkah, it doesn't matter how many months in advance it is, just for building a sukkah and it'd be kosher. Okay. Because I guess that's Tishrei, yeah, Tishrei. So that's just uh, uh, 15 days before. No, well, okay, it means mozi sukkahs. Oh, so it means like 11, 11, 11 yeah, exactly. I, I 